What's up, everyone? My name is Liam, and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. Today, we are joined by Brett and Angel from the band Music for Sad People. Very interesting name, by the way. Uh, Thank you. Um, The name idea kind of comes from uh, actually an ex of mine who uh, said, I make music for people who cry after sex. So I decided to kind of run with it, make it music for sad people. and. the name itself is also for music, you know, people who are sad and struggling with depression and that's an ongoing fight. So, you know, it's uh, kind of on the nose, it's a little ironic and so far no one seems to dislike it, but hey. I mean, I personally think it's unique. So that's that kind of what drew, kind of drew me towards it. I was kind of first just like, that's like a weird name, not knowing you know I see. And then that's kind of like, I like dive into the music a little bit and I, I didn't get a full amount, a bunch of time to really dive into the music but I, I liked what i heard it gave me like of a my my chemical romance kind of vibe to it you know thank you i'll take that i'll take that that's definitely one of our influences so um you know they're one of the one of the goats to to rock um but yeah we definitely uh yeah we definitely appreciate that and definitely we wanted a unique name just to again there's so many that that's like what people focus on the most i'm just like we make music for sad people that, that's that's just that's us that's who we are you know i respect that to be honest yeah so to really get this ball going so tell me about yourself i mean both of you at least you can go individually or both at the same time tell me about yourself what's your story Um, well um i started music for sad people um even though we only released music back in 2021 it was actually formed in 2018 and we had a lot of different struggles with like we we're so worried about it being an actual band and everyone contributing and everyone being involved and there's so many flaky musicians out there that it, it kind of got a little too much to ask of people because like i wrote all the music i knew how the guitars are sounding the bass the drums writing it out and i'm like hey if you had other ideas let's collaborate a little bit on it give me some ideas and then COVID happened, which kind of halted everything back before we officially got the chance to release. So as we were all quarantined, I had a chance to really deep dive into what I wanted music to be. And at the time, it was a different name. Um, it was called YFFB, which stood for your favorite fucking band. And we kind of, I kind of shifted the pendulum to be like, okay, this is what I want. Um, and then we came out, uh, out of gay 2018, um, you know, with no music. And then 2021, I got a really horrible three-year relationship. And that's kind of like how music for sad people came to be. It's like, okay, I kind of knew exactly what this was. So I was now able to articulate my words in a better light instead of writing from, yeah, I don't want to be with this person to now it's like, well, shit, I'm really fucking hurting. 
and I had kind of other musical outlets that kind of like I could relate to the lyrics a little bit more. I'm like, that's what I wanted. So that's this band, this thing's been my dream for about five years now. And, you know, we've only been kind of at it for a year because like we released our first single and then the album came out the next April. And like we still have yet to shoot the music videos like we're, we're currently working on it, but it's like it's like all these years of preparation and talking about it and it finally formulating that that's kind of like become who I am because you're working on something for so long and you're trying to share it you're trying to get it to absolutely everyone you can and you know it, it's just still surreal that's even hit the numbers that it has hit so yeah that's that's pretty much me and what I've been working on your turn uh, I mean, I've always wanted to be in a band as a teenager. I was a part of a couple of failed bands that were, you know, we're, we say we're going to be a band and then we never do anything. Um, I actually made him post the first single. He didn't want to because he didn't yes. like it at all. It, we would say it was closer to a demo than an actual single. Yes. Uh, so I made him post that. And now I'm a part of it. And I'm enjoying it. And I'm also, I've also got some other stuff I'm working on. I'm big into horror and wanted to get into acting and directing with that as well. Uh, what do you do for the band Angel? Like you, is it like what do you do? Um, right now I'm trying to learn bass, good, um, so I can get good enough to actually be on stage and do the studio bass. But I've produced, I've done the photo shoots, I've done almost all of the artwork, um, done some of the styling, um, yeah. done a little bit of everything behind the scenes right? yeah um don't like let her discredit her ability on bass um it's just a matter of like she's done a lot of behind the scenes work like if i'm in a photo she's one behind the camera uh we're lyrics if i was having if i was stumped on a lyric or i'm like man why is this melody not fitting her and i literally rewrote the whole song uh to make it fit with our instrumental uh and then you know, she was really big in like, you know, online presence back in the early 2010s. So like she knew exactly the aesthetic we we're going for. And she's like, as like, I'm the painter, she's the one who's actually putting it into a frame type thing. If that makes sense. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's kind of like putting in that idea of like, I don't know, it's an analogy I've mentioned before in my podcast is like, if you think of like a really good food. It's like one bit's like the meat of the dish, and then others like the noodles or like the filling type of thing. Exactly, exactly. It's um, kind of like I don't know. It's like it's like a smooth like type of thing. I don't know. Yeah, no. Actually, I was watching one of your old videos. I forget what food you were talking about, but you made me super hungry talking about it. Like, was I, it I, my first one? It was the very first one. Yes. Subway steak and cheese footlong. <laughs> Actually, okay, okay, going to a little bit back about me, I worked at Subway twice, and just, like, they both ended horribly, and I truly recommend never eating Subway, but I've eaten Subway since both of my stints, and it's just, like, you know it's horrible, you know it's bad for you, but also, are you here to live as long as you possibly can, or are you here for a good time, you know, that's, that's what I'm about being. See, that's how I am about food, I mean, if didn't you did you hear like there's like that one there's like this guy that ate all he ate was subway for like what a year or two and he actually lost weight 
yeah he lost weight i mean like granted like if you're eating nothing but like super greasy food and like donuts and if you're only eating a particular thing your metabolism is going to adapt to it but also like we're not looking into like i think i i think i know the article you're you're talking about that guy but he didn't like work out or work a very physically demanding job but it's like if you stay within a certain calorie you're going to lose weight but man subway only eating subway is not the best thing to do you have options well, like, I, but it's not the best. i don't understand how he didn't get sick of it that's my thing it's like that's why i, like, I usually limit myself when i eat subway you know, maybe like two or three times a week i limit myself because i'm like if i i love steak and cheese for long well i mean my thing is i can't have it every single day like that guy did or else i honestly would not be able to i mean my metabolism tends to slow down on certain types of food the more i eat it it's like I can have a strong metabolism go like somewhere and get like mac full bowl of mac and cheese and I eat the whole thing like a fucking kid, you know? But then it's like no, I go to like Subway. A king. Like a king. I'm confused by that. I'm sorry. No, you said you said you eat like a kid, but let's face it, if you're eating a bowl of mac and cheese, you're a king because you have the ability to do it. That's fair. You're eating like a king at that point. I get like, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, I get what you mean at that point. I mean, mac and cheese will always be a superior dish. People can fight me yes. over it. Like, it's regardless how old you are, a bowl of mac and cheese, it could revive your youth at a, at a certain point, too. But also, it just, it's, the, it's the meal of champions, man. Exactly. Exactly. Just like cold pizza, like leftovers from the previous night, you just go into that fridge, you're a little hungover from the night before, you grab a slice, and you're just, you're revived. You know, I don't know what it is about cold pizza. She disagrees. She hates cold pizza. I do. With a passion. I, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. For me, it depends on what pizza it is. Like, is it Domino's, Papa John's, or Jets type of thing? You know, it really, for me, depends on the what kind of pizza. So why did you refuse to mention Pizza Hut? You did not mention Pizza Because I don't like Pizza Hut. <laughs> oh, okay. No. No, oh. it's just... Pizza Hut is too greasy for me, man. It's it messes with my acid reflux. That's why I don't eat it. I don't mind how it tastes. It's just it's too greasy. Go ahead, go ahead. You're about to say something. No. Um, she's gotten me on Domino's a little bit more. I used to think it was cardboard. Um, now it's cardboard with extra meat. Um, I get what you're saying. It. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I can't eat Domino's cold. But like, I don't know. Do you have Do you have mod? pizza over there yeah i don't typically eat it though it's like mod pizza if it gets like slightly cold it's like uneatable to me Mm -hmm. like it's super so it's like i don't know like i like papa john's a lot i will say that like papa john's a lot i agree with that papa john's is honestly my favorite type of pizza to get i would get mods i like mods pizza it's just usually for me it's usually like the time and place for me it's usually inconvenient there's usually like I think there's only like one or two in the whole area, and it's usually very inconvenient to get. For for us, it's like um one actually is just like down the street from from where we are, and it will take like an hour, hour and a half to get to us for no reason. It's just like if we order it, it's awful because like they use like a third party thing, it's like they use Uber or something, but like Uber Eats and it just takes forever. And sometimes like we get messages like, hey, we don't know where you live, so we brought it back. We brought it back to uh, where we are. Um, what were you making? Send it to you. It's like, okay. So now it's like, huh. I should order yeah. this like three hours fucking ago. You know, when I will be extremely hungry. So. We can't find where you live. How the fuck does that happen? 
You literally give them your address and then they can just put it in a fucking GPS and then it's like they can just go there. And then it's like also if you use Google or like even Apple now, it has a street view. You can see what it's supposed to look like. Like where is the outside of this place that you live? And you look on the street view and you can find it. Like we, we, we get that sometimes even like through FedEx. It's just like we don't it's like it, we're in a neighborhood. It We just get it too much. Like it, like I've had packages get delivered to somewhere else because they, you know, they thought, but to have just straight up and not get delivered at all, it, to me, it's like, oh my God, like, 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 and you have to like, for our problem is we have to call them like, Hey, where's our food? It's like, oh, we brought it back. We don't have to get a phone call saying we can't find you. We, they just bring it back and we have to like, Hey man, did, didn't you order a pizza? Like, like, and like sometimes it doesn't matter if we're paying in cash but it's like when we pay with card you already have our money like can we have our food please so not to mention fedex FedEx can't find us they call us the next day the drivers don't even ever call say like hey where do you live we just get a call the next day it's like yeah we couldn't find where you live (laughs) yeah so we brought we brought you brought your package back you don't get it you don't get it no so me this actually brings back like an idea not an idea a story me and my mom, there's this place called Fuzzy's Taco Shop, and they make the most fire nachos you could ever imagine. And I love their food. But one time, my mom orders it, and they say it's been delivered, but it's not at our house. And then we figure later figure out we never found it to this day. We like, we, I literally went out driving for two and a half hours looking for it. Like I, we were just because it looked familiar. The background in the way looked familiar, but we never found it. We never could find like the door of house or anything. So we're like, some person probably put our address in wrong. It took us somewhere completely different. Wow. Um, I, I've been a pizza delivery driver before, and I've literally locked like people will order food for other people. So like, it, it's so weird because you're not you'll knock on the door like oh we didn't order anything it's like yeah we already got notified that you know you didn't order someone else did and those are always super weird because it's like they don't they didn't normally tip but this one time i'm not gonna lie i went to this one apartment and apartments are so confusing to deliver to just like because like it's like building one two three and you're going to four but it's five for the next one and four is like down here and you're like why why can't i find it you go to it and sometimes apartment complexes have the same number like they'll have two number ones two number threes just things like that when you're going to like the unit number and i've delivered pizza to the wrong place several times because it's like oh yeah that was actually the other guy but they'll both you'll deliver to both all the time and you're like, you just don't think nothing of it. And they don't think nothing of it sometimes. So like, they'll just take the food and then, then they'll call up the shop. Hey, we didn't order pizza. Sorry. And like, you'll be surprised. They'll be signing for the ticket or like fix to put a tip. And they're like, oh, wait, I actually didn't order. Like, cause they're just such regulars. So like, I mean, it sucks, but it's like, man, I just, yeah, you, you, you'd be surprised. Like when you, when you deal with food, you just deal with the dumbest people sometimes. <laughs> It's like, how do you not physically remember ordering food? You know, it's like, right. let, let me maybe know. About it, maybe like order it, like they order it so much. It's just muscle memory that I'm like, imagine ordering food so much. It's muscle memory. That's just depressing. If you order, like carry out that much. Genuinely. Yes. And like, there's times when I worked there, they would call and they'd be like, Hey, it's me. And like my first couple of weeks there, I'm like, I don't, I don't know who you are. What do you, what do you mean? It's me. 
and like hey I put the owner on and like you know they already know their order i'm like hang on like if you go to like a like like a restaurant enough and you ask for like a certain server they'll know your order because you know they they treat you well but to order at a fast food chain so much where they get hundreds of calls a day but when you say it's me and they know what to write dude that's i mean if i was your financial advisor i would i would revoke your credit card like right um, yeah we we had to, we had some there's some two there's two places actually in st louis that remember me because it's the starbucks by my school because it was in the middle in the area of it was, was a shopping center that not only like me and my friends went to all the time but i passed it going to and from school every day and then i generally went as i said i went through that area a lot so i went through a lot around the same time every single day because i'd get off work around like six or something and then yeah. I'd go through and typically the same person would be on the speaker and then I'd answer. And then I'd be like, they'd be like, hi, how can I help you? And then I'll just be like, Hey, and then I usually say my order Starbucks usually is like, you know, at, you just say what you want, but then they're like, okay, is this Liam? So they don't even ask my name. They're just like, is this an order for Liam? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, I'll see you at the window, bro. And then I get to the window and then they're just like, don't even need to tell me my total. They already know it's me. It's like, I mean, but then the, that's different though. Cause like, again, you, you're right by the school. You're probably like, you seem super chill. So you're probably really super chill, but it's like, you're still going in person when like you're over the phone and like, cause phones and videos, the store, even intercoms, but it's like, I feel like your case is so much more acceptable than, than some other people that we've like, I've encountered in my life. Yeah. So I mean, like they just, they just see my face. They just see my face, and they're just like, "It's you." So what what what's your typical order for Starbucks? I'm curious now. If it's, I have two drinks lately. Okay. I haven't had the energy to to do my more complicated drink because they've gotten it wrong so many times. And then usually, if specific people are there, they know me. They know what it usually is, but sometimes they just don't put like the same amount of flavoring in it. So it's kind of like lost my interest. So this big, I used to have this big thing for caramel coffee. So my order used to be, um, I'd like a grande ice vanilla latte. Nah, that's that's grande ice vanilla latte. That's my normal now. It's so right. basic. It's such a basic bitch one. But um, my old one was iced caramel coffee, half and half with cream, keeping the original syrup they put in it, like for like flavoring, I guess, and then have it stirred. Mm-hmm. and then they'd get the stirred part wrong usually or they'd get the cream part wrong okay and it just ruins the whole thing because it's like when it's stirred i used to be a fast food worker for like two and a half three years so i hated when people look at me and be like this isn't right this isn't right this isn't right so i i hate i have nostalgia and i hate <laughs> doing that so when yeah. they give me my coffee and it's not stirred i look at them and i'm like I'm like, do I just take it like this and stir it on my own? <laughs> or I just look at it and be like, um, as for the stirred, I've got more comfortable just saying, hey, you know, recognizing my, my order typically now. But it's like, yeah. I feel you. Um, there's, again, you know, I hate it when it's like a kid that like I'm ordering from. Them. I say kid like, like 15, 16 years old, who's, this is their first job. Like, I don't want to be like, yeah you got my food wrong how fucking dare you but like if it's someone that um you know like 
is older, who's obviously like a manager or something, like that's when I normally feel more comfortable saying like, hey, you, you got my order wrong. But but we're, since we're on the topic of Starbucks, what is your Starbucks order? Um. Oh. You're you're the you're the drama queen of music reset people. I forgot what it's called. I think it's like a caramel swirl frappe or something. I don't go to Starbucks. I legitimately do not go to Starbucks. That's a lie. Not That's anymore. Not anymore. Wait, caramel crunch. Caramel crunch is mine. That's mine too. That is normally what I. But with eat. like extra crunch. And like they won't tell me the little bits, so I always like, yeah, put a little extra crunch in there. And, and like people look at me like I'm like I'm stupid. It's like, yeah, <laughs> give me a little bit of the ups, you know. Um, and then I'll get like the vanilla bean cream, which I know isn't coffee. I know it's not coffee, but I just like it. All right. I enjoy the finer things in life. Just a little bit of a vanilla and whipped cream. Yeah, I mean, if I'm gonna go out to a coffee shop, I'm gonna get something I can't make at home, which is gonna be a frappe. I can't get that right. So, and that's barely coffee. I mean, a frappe is like you just get a That's blender a and you put some like a little bit of like coffee mixture into it. Like you get like kind of what you want, but then you put a ton of ice in the blender because that's what we did at McDonald's. We had like this co- like this compressed like mix that would be in the machine, and then it just would drain the thing. It would just slam a ton of ice down, and then it would just put a little bit of the mixture in it, and then it would just blend it, and then it's just frappe. That, that's that's revolutionary um mcdonald's will now strike this episode that you've given away too many secrets oh yes i will get shadow banned by youtube you know oh Not no like it's already happened i mean instagram did that to me today well really? it was today they shadow banned one of my posts from a bunch of foreign countries and keep in mind like half of my audience is from like overseas because i'm friends with a bunch of fan clubs from bands and stuff and half of them are overseas mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, your video has been hidden and banned in certain countries. And it was like, because of the audio I used. And I was doing, I, I posted like a reel or something because it was like a compilation of like, a, like of audio I really liked of a mm. song. And then it was a mixture of like story posts from like, a, like three weeks ago. And, yeah. and it's like, this is a cool compilation we made and I really liked it. And so I posted it and it's like, oh, the, um, you you don't have permission to use this audio, so it's banned in this country, this country, this country, and I'm like, what the fuck? In a sense, it's shadow banning me. I mean, so that it's like it made me mad because I was like, all my friends can't see it now, you know? Yeah. Um. Something that's really funny is like when we're trying to upload like a YouTube video or um, like because again we we do everything ourselves, so we don't have like a publicist that's gonna post everything at the same time it's like us at the computer doing it all at once or if we're able to do a schedule release because sometimes mixes have come down to the wire we've already said we already set a deadline i love it when youtube when we post a video saying hey music for sad people um you just got copyright striked by music for sad people not to mention a bunch of our like instagram highlights are like banned in countries for using music we don't have permission to use yes, our music and it's us we get banned. Like, we've reached out several times. Like, we are the fucking band. Can you, like, take the strike down? And they're like, yeah, we'll take it down, but you can't use the video. It's like, why? Why? It's my goddamn. It, sense. it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, how can I do it? They're like, well, you got to get written permission from, from the user. Oh, I am the user. You're not understanding. They're like, well, how do we know that? So, like, I literally emailed myself. And I'm screenshot I'm like, songs by music for sad people, two songs by music for sad people. Here you go. Is that proof enough? 
And like, cause like we even like we had our old Instagram get hacked and we had like 3000 followers, which, so now it's like, we're trying to post new stuff that hasn't been seen on this account. So it's a little bit more understandable when we do something on there, cause we're still learning. But before like I get on YouTube, there's a, not another music for sad people. That's verified, a verified artist that's named music for sad people on that platform. Even on uh, uh, on Spotify and SoundCloud, we're the only verified music for sad people. So we still have that. But we can't post our songs on YouTube sometimes without it getting flagged. And it's like, we don't get monetization for it. We still are allowed to post it. But it's like, that that is like, that makes no sense. And we've gotten contact so many times. And it just, they just won't. They don't care. They don't care. We're not popular enough yet. We're not popular enough. So that's the right. Repeat. So I mean, something that pisses me off because it's like, okay, I submitted this, I did this, and going back to that real thing that I was telling you about, that they said, oh, can't be in certain countries. I'm like, why the fuck are you telling me that when you're the one who recommended this audio? Because you know, obviously, <laughs> like on on yeah. internet related things, it sees what you interact with, what you listen to, and all that. But it's like it recommends this audio for me and it actually slaps with the video. So I'm like, okay, I'm posting it. I don't post very much on my personal account. So it, it had to be something cool to make it there. And it was like, it, they're just like, no, nah, man. And then I repealed it. And they're like, okay, well, it's still banned in these countries, but we resolved your issue. And I'm like, that's not resolving my issue. It limits my user interaction. That pisses me off. We're we're back we're back at square one here. Like we we went from square one, moved laterally backwards. Now we're back here. That's God. But yeah, I, mean, I also relate. I re- I relate to you with doing everything yourself too. And it's like I have to promote myself. And typically, half the time the promotions don't even work how intended. So it's kind of like depressing. And then it's like, but I also like I manually upload everything. Like with my this week's episode, from the like episode nine when i uploaded it i didn't realize when i converted it when it converted my video file to mp3 it somehow reason butchered like the first 20 minutes off it so it just jumps right into this random ass segment i didn't notice this till someone told me because it was the same it said it was the same length and i was like the fuck so then i post it and then it's like yeah man like it's not the right one and i'm like then I have to go in the process all for like an hour and a half this morning. I had to take everything down, take all my posts down on like various different platforms and take all the links down. And then I had to like republish everything, retype the description, which that made me very mad. And then I had to like resubmit everything. And I'm like, I could have gone to get Starbucks this morning, man. Nah, I had to do it republishing my whole podcast this morning. I guess a little story for um for the self-titled album um the engineer that worked on our our album uh took our money and said later and like put us on the back burner like 90 percent of the time so like the week of mixing i called him and go hey how's everything going um i need the videos now so i can have a pre-upload that way we're good as soon as it hits midnight on on uh friday friday midnight uh, friday where we're good we're great um no no he had he's like i'm gonna be honest with you i've been super busy which he was doing it so many times prior um just not being on the front like being on like same page as me and so we get to uh because our album released april 11th right april 20th april wait no april 8th april 8th april 8th. you're wrong you're you're more wrong than me so uh, april 7th 
um we were mixing all day going back and forth on the phone and keep in mind if he if he had an idea that's gone out the window like like i like he kept on trying to pitch me ideas like hey we can do this for this like no no we are well past that now i need the songs at their base form which is why like um when you do take a listen some of it sounds more like a live mix than an actual like studio mix which does irk me considering you know like i was working a day job i was you know I had multiple different things going on while trying to get this album out. So till like 3 a.m. April 8th, when we finally got that last bio uh, typed out and sent off and had the album fish released, we started getting streams like instantly, which is, it was awesome. But it's like, man, like how unprofessional we looked. Cause like, again, like we're, we're allowed, we can do pre-uploads. Like we can submit it a week ahead of time or two weeks and it'd be good and that was actually the goal but you know that was just something and i remember like our first single we released i actually typed in like instead of big loud i typed in bug loud and i corrected it like immediately right but the link didn't update the so link is forever bug loud the, the link on spotify for the single version of big loud is like you'll get popped up as bug loud so people will keep messaging me i'm like no it's corrected and it will be it will be completely corrected, but the link they only make one link on SoundCloud, which you know SoundCloud's a dying app and dying platform. But still, that's where I started, so it was like very frustrating sending it to everyone. It's like, yeah, listen to my song, Bug Loud. It's like, man, like okay, you kind of killed our whole serious musician vibe. All right. I mean, as a very big music person, I love music, any types, everything. So it's kind of like I kind of get what you mean. And yeah. I mean, seeing a bunch of people using SoundCloud, I mean, that's like everyone's starting platform typically. I mean, as yeah. a younger person, but I, I mean, I hate, I hate um, Spotify and a bunch of other stuff too. Cause it's like one thing I dislike about Spotify is sometimes it won't upload my episodes until like an hour or two later. Like it doesn't show yeah. up. And other times it's like today I had to take everything down, I republished it. My only issue is it won't put my cover art on it, even though I've updated it four times. It, yeah. I, I resubmit the same picture over and over, and it's like, sorry, we're just going to show your podcast logo for this. And I'm like, whatever, man. But like, what I hate about, like, hey, I, like, when I resubmitted it today, it decides, hey, I'm going to instantly put it up, and Spotify shows that. But then mm -hmm. a week or two ago, it wouldn't show up for like two or three hours. And then in the morning, it's like, oh, no, it was here. And it's like, you know. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, Spotify can be very tricky to navigate. Um, we use uh, DistroKid to get everything out there. Um, that's been helpful. I don't know if you use DistroKid for podcasts or not. I know um, one of my friends uses it for his music platform. Yeah, it's, um, we had some issues that were leading up to it because, like, uh, we used, I think it was Repost for our first Repost by SoundCloud, which flagged our music and copyright striked it when we yeah and like they anywhere and um and then like it wouldn't use the right cover art so like it would have the album's cover art or the singles cover art for our logo which was like not correct at all and we were like kind of so it's like hey no we we have a logo we worked hard on it let's use it and they're like mm, no so we had to end up like like literally revoking everything back from them and we won't distribute and we've, we've been pretty good since we had like no issues and we're able to see like our streams at real time so we're we're, we're pretty satisfied with them so I, I recommend you know maybe checking them out i think it's like 15 bucks for the for the year right i 
I think it's like 15 to 30 or something yeah, for a whole year. For, for a full year. And you, you actually get real, uh, your royalties get like back to you in like a decent time too. So that, that was a big thing for us. For me, um, I think I use the program. I think it's like rss.com. I think it's meant for podcasting though. It's like, it's directed towards that. So okay, yeah. I think I pay like 15, $20 a year for it, but I get everything access to Spotify, Apple podcasts, Deezer, and then even some podcasting platforms I've never heard of before. Okay, that's uh, like has like it has like Stitcher and all kinds of other stuff, and it's it literally it's like half the platforms I've never heard of before. But it's like it's usually it's pretty like interactive, and I'm usually if I have an issue and I have to email someone about it, it's like usually it gets resolved within like a day, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, so, I mean, re- just recently Apple Podcast actually like was like, I was able to get it on there because I think at first it said I had to pay a fee, and then I think eventually my interactions got up high enough that it's like oh no no that's that that doesn't exist you know and then i didn't have to pay for it and i was like that's weird but okay yeah oh hang on we're having technical difficulties on our end what were we doing i wasn't doing nothing that's a lie <laughs> sorry we just had strobe strobe lights happen <laughs> on our side um, it's okay Hey, you know what? We're we're keeping it real here. All right. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna edit that out. That's I think I'm not gonna edit that out. That's gonna make it a little a little bit unique. It's yes, like, yes. Uh, add, add some music to it too. Like, like it just yeah. we just had a rate go by. <laughs> yeah, just but like yeah. <laughs> have someone edit in like some spooky like thriller music, and it's like repeats like the flickering like four times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we we def we definitely got you know possessed here for a second. Uh, I'm 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 spooked now. Everything that was weird. <laughs> we charged everything. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah. As far as like music or side people goes, we've been the success has been kind of unreal to start. Like the album hit over five hundred thousand across all platforms, and like on Spotify, we fluctuated on monthly listeners. We'll go up to nine thousand one month and then go down to five and like where we're at two but we've been on the upswing just because like trying to stay actively posting it's i can see why like some content creators like do different things just besides music like music will be their main thing but they also do twitch and other things because like our album is only 10 songs long and one of them is an outro which technically isn't really a song per se you know no one's just going to go in their car and listen to the outro by itself we've had some pretty decent luck on spotify and we're looking you know when we start shooting music videos to have more attention brought our way and we're currently working on new music right now to uh be released around november and then another ep around january so i'm been trying looking to forward to that man. i'll look forward to it then i'll make sure to keep it on my agenda to make time to sit down and listen to it Please, please, man. Um, yeah, and hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, for everyone watching, check out the self-titled album. Self-plug in the middle of the episode. There we go. Yes. It's my episode. Anyway. I'm plugging myself. I don't care. <laughs> right. I'm just gonna go I'm, on the on the YouTube. I'm just gonna be like, it's gonna like have a little black like sticker thing on the top. Be like, here you go. Here's the annotation. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> just uh, it's been it's been kind of wild because like. We've, we've received a lot of hate and like in music, you're going to receive hate from the genre fans itself. And because like we bounce around from alt rock to like post punk with the drive and we have some folk music. Well, I guess you can say like Midwest emo folk. Yeah, Midwest emo or like folk. Yeah, it was like, wish I could. And like, we don't go into like a, like in the studio and we're like, okay, I have an idea to do this genre. It just kind of like formulated and became that. 
and the album like it, it kind of bounces around a little bit but it flows so like we've received hate and people say like we suck and it's poor editing and you know our lyrics are cringe like we, we receive all kinds of hate and but that's where we kind of know like hey we're doing something good because you know you gotta get a, a shit ton of hate before you get your fans you know and like the bands we listen to like mcr they're you know even though they're very popular they're also extremely hated you know by like rock communities and everything else and like i'm a huge fan of the 1975 they're fucking hated all the time we're in a niche group and you know hates kind of the name of the game a little bit so but you know we've we've had some pretty large numbers and it's kind of told us hey we're on the right track and to keep pushing forward and and again now with the new music that we're releasing um it's like our it's still the same sound i'll say but you know with the ep that we're working on we're gonna throw in a little bit of like our musical knowledge on it um because if you you know in big loud we have a lot of brass in there um then we throw in slide guitar we throw in different types of synths synth pads and piano and all kinds of different guitars like i think one song has like four or five going on we want to add in more orchestra with some of our music and you know going forward just want to be very creative and you know still have stuff where people can consume easily but like for our fans who have been with us since day one and like go to every show you know we you know we want to show like what can we do you know so we have we have some interesting stuff in the works definitely i agree with that no honestly really support all the things you just said because you know kind of going back a little bit to the topic of talking about being like hated you gotta think i'm like I love the band Five Finger Death Punch, right? Yes. They're an amazing band. But they're also, in a way, since they started, have earned the title of like one of the most hated metal bands, yet they're so successful. Like they yes. headlined with Metallica over in Europe, not even like six months ago. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. and people are just like, oh, fuck these guys. And they just bash their music constantly. And it's like, I feel like even the most like beloved artists in the world get like so much hate. So, I mean, I don't yeah. think you should take any of it personally, you know? I mean, like, um, like, like, okay, I know this might be, you know, a band that people may like Nickelback, right? People make fun of them. People say a lot of shit to them, but every show they do, they sell out. Every album hits number one. Every, every song they put out hits platinum and they make the money to keep coming back and making music. So somebody's got to be listening to them. All right. We exactly. like, there's, there's, cause like, Hey, I have a couple of Nickelback songs that come up on my playlist. Am I a diehard? No, but at the same time, it's like, they come on they'll play you know so again somebody has to be listening to them and like if you will ask the world's population they'll all say no so it's like oh, obviously someone's lying so but again like even metallica they get shit kiss gets shit but you know they'll people will be complaining while purchasing their stuff at checkout and again like for us it's not about money you know music for sad people the name itself is we're making music to try to help people and we've had people message and say hey um we actually have a review that we're tagged in um uh riffing on horror left the review and you know i became really good friends with the guy because you know he said like this album helped him kind of realize he's in the dark hole and he's pulled himself out and he's a content creator himself and now he's pushing and he's striving hard to do things and you know we've had people literally like because the slashes in our name are actually very important when spelling um because people will get that tattooed on them we had people like with their self-harm marks tattoo our little logo across them and that's that's the people we were wanting to target and where we've already made an impact on some people's lives and you know my goal was if i save one person's on its job and it did it instantly so i'm like okay 
maybe one was shooting too low now i just want to keep making music and because it's all about me and i was in a very dark time and you know i you i have depression i suffer through it every day and letting other people know like hey like you know i'm not telling you to go on forever i'm telling you you're not gonna ever have a dark thought but i'm telling you to push and try again tomorrow if you always try again tomorrow you'll live the rest of your life you know so i mean for me that's kind of like one of my things i want to do with this it's like promote a positive message sometimes i don't other times it's more like oh nerding out about music for an hour you know other times it's like that then other times it's just like hey man sobriety you know if you're suffering reach a hand and someone will help you and if you can't find anyone i mean you can just reach your hand to me i mean i'm not the best person for everyone to reach out to but like i have my problems but it's like i'll help you the best i can and i'll direct you to help you take the step to being a better person i guess you could say improving you know just just helping one person you help a million type thing you know because like that person can go on to help somebody else and and again i know i'm not Mr. Perfect by any fucking means, you know, I still have my problems. I still have my, my, my spats. It's like, you know, I, one day I can be like really confident with my music and music for sad people. And one day I'm like, man, I'm wasting my time. And you know, it's an, it's a roller coaster, but you know, um, but I guess going back to music, um, something I kind of want to know is who are your top five artists you're listening to right now? Hard one. Um, I definitely could say death punch's new album is definitely on there. I think coming up in the next couple of weeks, I'll say Slipknot's going to be up there because their album releases in like two weeks, sure. their new album. But um, if I were to talk about right now, I'd say it'd be back and forth from Hello Hydra from like my episode last week. I interviewed the founder of that band. Uh, I was listening to his new single like crazy. I love it. Um, right now, also I'd say Psycho Center, which is Jeremy Spencer's ex-Death Punch member. It's his, uh, one of his solo projects. Or not solo projects, but it's one of his new like major projects that he's been doing since 2021 or so. Um, they released two new albums today. Um, so I've been that's why I found really unique. Well, because his first release when they rebranded was they did nine albums in one day, but they said it's because they want everyone to see every aspect of the band. So it's like okay, okay I'll make their their point with it was to make like one album that could suit everybody type of thing, and then yeah. now. And Jeremy's even talked in interviews and said, like, he doesn't like the concept of releasing a single every couple months and then leading up to an album. And he's like, I really like being able to go get a record from and just look at it in my hands at a release, you know? So he, yeah. his kind of thing was like, I want people to like see a whole body of music and not just one little piece of it to add up to the big piece where he's just like, he just punches it in front of you. just like, here's all this music, listen to it, enjoy yourself type of thing. I'd say Hello Hydra, Death Punch, Sinner. Uh, that's a hard one. I'd say Motionless and White. And then I'm just going to put Slipknot there for the fifth one because okay. I'm not, they're not in any order. Keep in mind, they're not in any order. Yeah, for Those the people the that have already reached for the comments, it's not in any order. <laughs> right. No, what about no. your five? What about your five? Do you want to start? Um. My Chemical Romance has consistently been in my like top five for years. Um, Early Panic at the Disco when Ryan Ross was still in the band is also up there. In recent years, I've gotten really into Rammstein. I've started listening to Fun and AJR a lot recently and the 1975. 
That's as six. Well. You went over your time slot. No, that was that was six. I'm that sorry. was six. Okay. okay. Um, uh, I guess uh, I'm going to repeat two. Um, uh, 1975 has always been a big influence on me um, just because like they have such like a they make literally everything under the sun they've hit almost every single genre uh, I think besides like heavy metal like they've definitely made some like hard rock but they haven't made heavy metal but Maybe that's punk rock I would say a couple of their songs are punk yeah yeah so they definitely you know um, another band Laney is a there's kind of like a synth pop band um, all self-made type thing so like i really respect that especially now i'm um, kind of seeing like hey i can do it too um mcr i've only started listening to like last year which i was very lucky because i didn't have to go seven years without list without hearing new music i went like uh, eight months and i actually get to see them at the end of this month in houston so um yeah i'm fucking yeah i'm i'm definitely lucky on that um that's three Fun is always you already named that, but that's like a together one. Um, Young Blood's new album I've been listening to nonstop, and Bita Bada Boo, who is another solo artist who uh, she she her music is really like top tier. I'm not even gonna lie on that. Um, the production and mixing quality on everything, and just she has like again she does everything under the sun on one album. And that's something I really enjoy. It's like you know with me, you know like my favorite genre is alt rock. And sometimes you can get really tired to listen to the same things. Like she mentioned Panic. Panic's last three albums have been all Vegas themed and like you can just hear it and it's so tiring. But, you know, like on the people I've named, each song feels like something in itself and you don't feel like you're getting necessarily tired of listening to it. I like to have, you know, big notice differences in my songs, which like on our album, self-titled is this big like leading up to the drive which is a punk rock song that leads to big loud which is an alt rock alt pop um synth pop synth pop yeah screw you <laughs> um so like you know there's big differences but it's all mixed the same so it's not like it's sounding like okay this is a gospel song mix okay here here comes this death metal coming in we're not that chaotic but you know like there's some albums where you just feel like they just all the singles are clumped together and it's not spaced out and again like we're, we're fixing to do something because like album two we're working on right now but we want to be a little bit further along in our music career and our techniques and mixing and trying to reach more fans in between our album so we're working on kind of like a collection of eps that's like it's not really an album it's not really just an ep god damn it the ghost is back the ghost is back that is it haunts us the ghost left again that's the ghost left again all right i'm saying something wrong i think <laughs> i think that's what it is all right i think it's talking about your music it's just like don't mention the word ep album i'm gonna come just you know yeah come through the Appar- ventilation system and just go flicker flicker you know like like we apparently like there's like there's some, maybe maybe it's me from the future trying to say hey don't don't say that don't say that uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, we're working like it's not really gonna be an album and it's not really just gonna be EPs, it's just a collection of things we're gonna be doing that's like in conjoint to itself. And you know, like I, I'm 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 an artist that's like, okay, like I understand releasing singles, I understand doing all this type of promotion to get traction for your album. I do wish I could just be an artist like like the guys you named, they're they're huge, so they can just drop an album and people will stream it. But it's like with me in smaller artists, we still got to do the singles and I would love to be gone for two years, 
drop an album then leave again like that would be something so cool and like that's definitely a goal that i have in mind in a particular album and genre that i want to do one day you know like the marketing and again like i didn't have a personal account until like i want to say like what three weeks ago yeah um and same thing with her um we're like we were just like okay we're only gonna have a band page and it's like well shit like if we both market then people will get traction it's like i just wish we can go back to the old days where people liked the music and didn't have to see the face behind it. And like, we've gotten more traction. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like we've gotten more people coming and liking and seeing the music and what it's about. But just like, I just, sometimes when you're just monitoring analytics on social media, you're like, you get into a rut. Like you like, man, this video did 3000 in an hour. This video only had 80 and it's been up for two days. What is going on? And like, and like, you just have this high and low cycle that just kind of fluctuates and you think you found the trick. Nope. Fuck you. You didn't find shit. And it, it just, it doesn't flip flop on you. So yeah, like definitely just definitely wish to, to be there one day to just drop man nine, nine albums. That's, that's a little, that's unheard of. That's a crazy amount to drop all at once. That is, that is nine. Yeah. That's, going, going back to that concept. I mean, I remember, I remember to watch, I watched an interview about it and he has just said, he's like, not only is it because he just wants people to see a massive body of work, but it's also like, no, it's never been heard of a band. Just like, okay, I'm going to promote it for like a month or something, a month or two or something, but we're just going to slap nine albums on you. Cause they just teased one for the longest time. And they're like, Oh no, here's all the titles, man. You know, here you go. If you have the money and the budget and the marketing and the time to do it, by all means do it. Um, that, that's definitely, that, that sounds like a man who's like, I've already accomplished everything I want to. I'm just going to start pulling shit out my ass now. And, uh, like that sounds, that sounds incredible. And I'm going to have to check out some of those, some of those works and definitely, cause I mean, that, that's just monstrous. That's just, that's a big flex. That is like, you are beneath me type flex. It's a huge undertaking too, to make that much music. Yeah. Like that, in- that's a huge creative, yeah. like that's a creative strain. I feel like. I think the story behind it was, I think, cause they were doing their project pre COVID and their mm-hmm. original project and then it got bashed really hard but then they also they also went quiet because um they got bashed from their original project which is really similar it was like it was psychosexual and as you can tell by the name that's what a lot of the music was kind of like sounded like it was talking about mm-hmm. was just sexual stuff but then he ended up like i think he said he had to like take a step back and then really think like okay marketing think of the marketing about it and i guess they rebranded to psycho center so I mean, you could say it's more family friendly now, but also sure. he also kind of sp- he also kind of spread out all of the music from that one album he had released with the with the original project, which I actually have the CD from the original project. Actually, I bought one, but it was it was so, fun. But, um, so I mean, maybe if that band goes viral one day, you know, to like major major levels, I could sell that for a lot of money. You know, I mean, I've heard of Psycho Center and like they, they definitely pop up on my feed. You know, I, I've listened to some of the songs. Um, you know, speaking of like kind of like we were talking about is like because like they're kind of like the demon that talks about that. We're really big ghost fans, but before like the Mary on the cross, like mm-hmm. TikTok blow up, like every other video you seem like that just you just hear that slow down reverb. I've been following ghosts since like their second album. So it's so weird to see them like blowing up as a meme. It's like, it's awesome. Like when you follow a band for so long and you see like they have success, but then it's like also, you know, like now we have to be like, yeah, we, we've been here. We've been here. So like, yeah. 
what I'm noticing is like a bunch of classic bands that but that blew up that are like equivalent to today's like moderate bands that still go out and tour all the time but still don't make enough money to make a f- fucking solid living. That's what I'm like starting to think like those those bands honestly have like faded, but then all the, like the elitists and classics like people that like know all that because they grew up on all that. Then they're mm-hmm. like, you know, obviously those bands still get the stream numbers and popularity they do, but they just you don't hear about them. Like I didn't know Ghost existed until like four years ago, but I never checked out their music because I kind of slept on them because it's like old music. I kind of like like the sound of new music. But then my persona of being an open person and being open to everything and anything, which I kind of accepted and I'm kind of like that way as a person now. Now I'm like, I love Ghost. I love the Carpenters. I love all these really old artists. Yeah. And I mean, I wouldn't listen to them every single day. That's not like my style with that, but it's like, I'll listen to them if like it's told and offered to me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's another thing too, like um, with like newer artists, like we've had a lot of people kind of ask us like, you know, like some advice and like, it's like people that are about to come on the scene or like struggling to get their first song out there. And I just tell them it's like, one you need to also listen to smaller artists like you need to go out and discover music and you'll understand like we listen i mean like the smaller bands we listen to is smaller still half a million monthly listeners on spotify and then like you think okay that's a lot that's not we think to yourself that's not a lot of people when you see like a lot of people have 10 million and when you look in the grand scope of things it's still small but then you know us being 2000 monthly listeners on a good month and the most we ever had in one month was 10,000 you know, we, we, we felt like fucking gods. Right. But then it's like, you send you send your music and, you know, there's, there's a lot of rejection, you know, and there's a lot of undocumented hours where there's no cameras. You can't post that thing. It's you up late, editing, editing one spec, one little snare that you just feel like it's ringing too much in a downbeat. And there's those, those are, those are those hours that don't get documented. So I'm like, I tell people, you need to find a smaller band that go follow and go support because when you have someone else do that for you, you're going to cherish it. Right. And, right. you know, again, don't be closed minded when it comes to music. I mean, one of my like mottos I've gone by is like, if I like one song by an artist, if it's on an album, I'm guaranteed at least like two songs that that's, and I've bought in CDs like that. I'm like, man, I like this one song. And have I been disappointed before? Yes. But have I now fallen in love with the whole record before? Yes. Because like, I didn't like these artists. They were, they didn't look cool. I didn't like the sound on this one track or this one album, but it's their new album. Like, I'm not going to try it. So I, you know, that's kind of the logic Just support smaller bands. It doesn't even have to be like, you don't have to buy a shirt. You don't have to go to every show, but you know, give them a follow on Instagram. That's free. Give them a follow on Spotify. That's free you know like them on facebook whatever you know that is free and that is very encouraging and it's like artists will literally do this until they die and that's a single cent but that one person that likes they're doing it for them so i can definitely relate to that definitely i mean i would say like going on like the topic like people that say like oh i want to put my material out there but i don't know how to do it i mean that was me when i started podcasting and now i just have this mentality of like you know what my friend like hit my friend lambo but his he's like my one music friend I told you about briefly. Mm-hmm. And he goes under like Nat Miller. And I think he just recently changed his branding to Rivers North or something. I don't remember off the top of my head. I haven't really asked him about it. But um, 
he always told me when I'd go to him about my podcast and like what is his motivation to put his stuff out. And he just his motive big motivation, it was like you only live once type of thing. And you know, if you really want to do something, put some material out there, see how communities and people respond to it. That's kind yeah. of what my initial focus was. I mean, I went to like a bunch of podcasters I admired and I got a response strong a response from one of them. And happily she ended up going on my podcast and to this day is my only female guest. And I mean, I'm assuming I, get, I think Angel's now going to be second. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. hey, one of the first three, congrats. <laughs> but um, it was like when she replied, like when the podcast that did reply was scandalous. I had her on my podcast. She was episode six. I remember she was one of my first motivators to want my, my podcast, like to push me to start. Because mm-hmm. I remember I had tried reaching out to her because I wanted to praise her work because i just i love her podcast so like one of some of my favorite things to listen to and she's always just like do it when i brought the idea to her she was like do it just like i waited 10 years before i put my whole thing out there you should just do it and i did and look at me i mean you're episode 10 you're going to be episode 10 so it's kind of like happy we need moment. To pop some champagne episode 10 congrats congrats to right? you for doing it and um Again, um, yeah, just just go out there, just do it, put yourself out there. Um, something that also kind of helped me as well um, with putting myself in the public eye, because uh, I am very harsh on myself and judgmental on myself. So I'm like, man, someone else says something that's gonna crumble me. But I'm like, I started like kind of looking at myself the way I look at other people on social media and music. And I told myself, man, I'm making fun of a guy who has sold multi-million records, platinum. He's gone triple or quadruple platinum. He is fat and happy on a yacht. But yeah, I'm making fun of him. <laughs> I, I, I'm laying in my bed while he's on a yacht uh, with maybe like, I think at the time of this recording, I sold maybe a hundred albums, maybe if I'm lucky. And, you know, sold out a couple of shows and, you know, a bunch of free streams. But I, but me making fun of somebody like that, that stature, I'm like, he doesn't, he doesn't care who I am, but I care enough to make fun of someone. And it's like, I had to reevaluate myself and like one better my character. And two, I'm just like, I now kind of go into, it's like, yeah, just going for it. You know, like, I don't care about judgment from others. It's going to happen. If someone's praising me, that's judgment. If someone's hating on me, that's judgment as well. I don't, I physically don't care anymore. You know, I'm just doing this. I'm not only doing this for me, but I'm doing it for people I'm trying to reach and trying to help. So that's just something. If you're like, if anyone's listening right now, if you're trying to start a podcast, if you're trying to start music, trying to start that business up, or if you're just, you know, trying to go ask that your crush out or something, you know, go do it. Don't waste time. You know, Screw don't it, speculate. And talk about it. Bingo, YOLO. We're bringing that back. We're bringing that back. We're bringing back. Yeah, bring the YOLO trend back. Come on, let's go viral. YOLO. And start YOLO. All right. Waffle, YOLO, swag, all those terms. <laughs> we're bringing back. RRXD. Ah! Yes. RRXD. It didn't like RRXD, man. We're having technical too. Oh, man. Okay. Hi. Hi. Sorry. Hi. My name is Liam. Who are you? I'm kidding. They didn't like yeah. RxD. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That was like that was like one of the last quote unquote trendy things I actually ever like messed with. Or at least I feel like those like last longer than swag, YOLO, and all that shit. Like I remember that was like middle school days, like YOLO slash swag. That was like fifth grade into like seventh grade period for me. 
And now it's like, I don't even know what the trend is now. What what what's the trend now? God, what is it? What I think okay, lit, that's cap, bussin'. There's so much TikTok makes trends move so much faster that I cannot keep up with them, even as yeah. the one that's on social media. I mean, we're definitely past the Tide Pod era. That's for sure. Um, I know plenty of people still do it though. I know. Hang on, though, there for a little bit, people were soaking like tampons and like vodka and shoving them up there. What the fuck? And like, no, like, because you, you get alcohol poisoning, you can't throw up. You just get directly drunk and like people were dying. I'm like, I, that was like the newest one that popped up around my area, like, what, like six months ago, eight months ago. Yeah. I've, I've noticed a thing in stores. Kids will take, like, I'm assuming it's kids because no one that's worked retail will do this. They'll take one of something, put it in front of whatever's next to it, take that thing, put it in front of whatever's next to it, and it's, go down like a whole shelf. Like, they'll that. like, uh, like I've worked retail, so it's called like a planogram. And like, they'll just replanogram the whole store, like for you. And it's like, yeah. you just walk in, like, what the hell happened? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's like two hours of work to do of reorganizing on top of doing everything else. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I, I used to work, um, I used to manage a GNC at uh, downtown, uh, downtown mall we have down here. It was hellacious because it's like everyone went to this mall. And I worked at, again, a dying fitness place. And I would have mountains of paperwork dealing with customers severely underpaid and then they'll call me like hey let's replanogram the store i go no <laughs> no and then the customers hey, this. we would have people literally um this is back when people would open ice cream and bite into it if you remember that trend um, oh no that's so people mean, would open the pre-workout stick their finger in it lick it and then put it back so like i had a lot of returns it, yeah that's gross and this is before covid like dude that would happen now like that was like they would like redo of- have that whole section of the store man they'd be like yeah like they would be probably in like criminal charges more or less for like bio <laughs> bioterrorism bioterrorism now like oh my god yes i'm i'm infecting your pre-workout with covid suffer you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah there you go you can't breathe for two weeks how about that yeah. Oh. How about this athletic person? We're gonna ruin their career by licking licking their pre-workout and putting like it all my life is, you know, getting a little bit in there, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, we, God, but yeah, no internet trends. They're they're so stupid. I think um I got real big in the Harlem Shake one because it was just fun to do, but like this is back well before like I would like make videos, so it would just be me. <laughs> It would be me, like, if I was, like, because I play basketball in practice, I will just randomly stop, and, like, I'll be hearing the music in my head, and I'll just randomly start looking like I have a seizure out there while I'm, like, you know, everyone's, like, what are you doing? I'm doing a Harlem shake. I'm like, what? That's not how you do it. And I go, no, I, I know it's not. I don't want to put a camera in front of me because I'm going to look stupid. My, my greatest right. shame, like, when I was, like, 13 in drama class the teacher made us make a harlem shake video and it is on youtube and that is my greatest shame i need to find this i need to find this no, we, need, we need to find this we need to find it god if we make it big enough someone needs to sound like like clip that and then find it someone if, if we went viral or millions of people watched i feel like someone is gonna have the bright idea to find someone someone's gonna be dedicated enough someday we we already have people getting our their you know our our band's logo t- tattooed on them. I think those are the same. They'll they'll probably find it after this is uploaded. Possibly. I know I know, I know a couple of our diehard fans. They're gonna try to find that and they're gonna try to like right. bring it. 
So I, I, I look forward to finding it. I look forward to checking the DMs and like uh, you said, this can be uploaded next week. So I'll make sure I keep my notifications on next week. You know, what? I hope someone finds it. I, I really do because it, it took me, a, I, I had a hard time finding it like years later when I wanted to find it to see if it was still up there. So if someone can it's find it. It's still going to be there. It's just, it's not going to come in relevant searches. Yeah, it's probably, it's like, I mean, there's probably been 20 billion videos uploaded since then. So yeah. Oh yeah, my drama class project. Yeah, Google put that on YouTube. There's gonna be what five million results. It's like okay, this one, this one, no, no, not this one. No. It's gonna you're just gonna be scrolling for two hours. Like <laughs> on a good night, it'll be two hours. Right. I mean, when you look for something that old that isn't viewed or anything, it's not like you have to get the exact wording or numbers and characters correct just to find it. That's what I've noticed. Yeah. That's how I used to be when I used to do uh, YouTube with gaming and stuff when I was younger. I had to live, try to live the YouTuber dream, you know? And then I just, I'm using the same exact YouTube channel, actually. I use that on. I just unlisted all the videos. Oh, just, wow. So, I mean, you can still find them. They're just, you need to have the link for it. And I'm not going to like, I mean, all my most viewed content's all under there too. It's depressing. Well, hope, hopefully, hopefully this gets at least one view that isn't like our parents. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Thankfully, my parents don't watch my material or else they'd question everything I say. My mom, I, that's why I don't like really Facebook as much anymore. Now I just want to do it in a private Facebook group that has like 200 people in it or something. 100 to 200. Yeah, that's something that's just like, god i wish i could separate because like my dad my dad my dad's probably is gonna watch this so hi dad um he he will go on my like my post and be like so awesome and it's like the stupid fucking facebook like pre-comment and he'll just click that he'll go he'll and he'll text me too he'll be like hey i just want to let you know commented on your stuff i go i got the notification (laughs) it's on it's on and like he'll he'll call me and he'll call me he'll he'll text it to me right he's like I just commented. Then he'll call me like, hey, did you see my text? I go, gave me no time. You <laughs> gave me no time. And I love him. Don't get me wrong. And like even her parents, like, you know, they'll um, like they'll like because like they're trying they try to help us get an algorithm and try to you know they'll leave comments and stuff. And it, it's really helpful. Um, but it's, comments that makes a big difference. You know, it's like yeah, a couple. I mean again when you're looking at it it's just like fan engagement and like you see a post that like has like 20 something comments and again we try to like communicate with people who comment on our stuff just like not be like that type of artist like oh yeah you're you know you're welcome for commenting but um like they'll try to ask us stuff like what does the black heart mean i'm like oh it doesn't mean nothing just just you know we're we're a black and white band color scheme right here um, yeah they're like, they're like oh we'll, we'll just leave some hearts i go cool cool you know and then like they'll ask us hey have you uploaded anything like no you have notifications turned on and we like we send you the link you know we send we we send like the people in our our circle like the links like hey go like it go comment on it real fast you know and uh sometimes we'll look at people calling us like hey wait wait my comment i go no you just you comment if you want to comment like i'll say like if you want to comment comment like i'm not dictating what you want to say you know i'm just saying hey give us a comment so you know make us look good you know like help us out like that's what, like right. like I remember like YouTube, YouTubers back in the day like hey like and comment I'm like what does comments do and it's like oh like and yeah, subscribe man. yeah it's like that makes you look good because like then people will think your success is just bots because like we a lot of our fans just like it and go and I'm like hey can you start commenting you know 
so it doesn't look like we just got like <laughs> 200 spam bots liking us and like can you comment please like yeah sure right. we can like of course now we're no longer in a situation we need to like you know because again we've got like 700 followers on instagram and we get around like 20 comments per you know per post now so we're good now but like back then man it was like we were scrounging for everything and i mean we still are like again two thousand monthly listeners on on our down months still like we we we're still grinding like like trying to promote we're like we have stickers that we've been having people post up that's like a qr code saying hey go follow me super sappy like we're still doing a lot of things like that but you know, like we're no longer in a situation where it's like it's scarce, like we're we're bleeding. You know, we have a bandage over it, but we're not bleeding anymore. I remember um when they used to do it, and like people really like in Instagram, I think they still do it, but like when they make a new post, they're like, like and comment, like and comment. That used to be me until I stopped giving a fuck. And now it's like shares all my posts, and then I just show the caption that you put on there, mm-hmm. you know, type of thing. And now that's all I do. And I just if it's a podcast and I just make the caption above it out now and like the two explanation mark emojis and then be like, check it out, listen, whatever. Link in bio for viewing all the streaming platforms, just basic stuff now. Yeah. Like I remember the whole YouTuber thing at the end of every video. It's like, don't forget, like and subscribe. It's like Yeah, it, it got annoying, but then it's like now knowing again, like much and much older version of brett now knowing like okay i can see why these guys would push their merch i can see why they would push a lot of things it's like okay that's how they got you know to do these things so you know i'm not as annoyed now uh she hates ads but i'll watch them because i'm like they're they're getting paid the 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 youtuber we're watching is getting paid we're enjoying their content they get money from it but you know yeah so she she hates ads i have had youtube premium since it was called youtube red oh i remember that with dan cdm i remember when i used to watch dan cdm the iconic early days of youtube and yes. then just like i watched him and then he like started doing this tv show thing right or something like and it was like the show and it's only it was like youtube red exclusive mm-hmm. and like and now it's called youtube premium and i'm like Remember now you just brought back nostalgia because I had my childhood <laughs> a little bit. YouTube Red, so corny because it's YouTube. I still, it, I still call it YouTube Red. I forget that it's called YouTube Premium now. Yeah, I, I didn't even know it changed. Like I was off this, I was off the site for a couple years, and I didn't even know. It no, changed. honestly, same. I really just didn't even notice. I just knew there was a premium plan. I didn't really remember what it was called. I mean, like I was so busy trying to hit skip when it hit exactly five seconds to 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 ignore. I see. I'm too poor to have YouTube premiums. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, I don't, I still deal with ads. And then I get so pissed when it gives you those 45 second ads or some shit that you can't skip. And then you're sitting there just like, and please. And then you have the one ad that's like, you can skip every five seconds. And you're just like, remember when, when YouTube Red first came out, there was like an hour long unskippable ad that would show up in front of videos. I do remember that. I do remember that. Part of like that's, that's some like trauma. <laughs> there was the guy that was like, I'm here in my garage with my Lamborghini. That was that guy's ad. Yeah. Yeah. Like you would have to close down the whole application and just like, like be done with pay. It. I can't let people pay with, with pay to do that. Just to put me through that trauma of watching your video for an hour. Then it may, it just like loses my interest in watching YouTube that moment. Yeah. You just kind of like, 
I had is something where I'm like, I had a technique that I would do where it's like, I'll click on another video and go back because normally the ad would either be shortened or like, like it would glitch. Then all of a sudden it's like, it would keep popping up. So it have multiple tabs when I'm trying to close. You all you hear is, hey, I'm here in my garage. I'm here in my garage. Like <laughs> you keep trying to click out of it. Yeah. Like I created a, a, a hell hole for myself. Yeah. So. Well, one time. I got distracted from my YouTube video and it hit one of those ads, but it was skippable, right? It was like those one of the, like those guys that like promotes like, hey, I can help you like be a better person, blah, blah, blah. And then I keep watching this to learn about my algorithm. And it's like 30 minutes long. I think my longest ad I've seen is two and a half hours. And I was That's just like, I mean, obviously it was skippable. It was skippable, but someone literally paid YouTube. To put their YouTube videos an ad, <laughs> like their ad, their annual YouTube upload as an ad, and I just sat there, just why? That again, it, some people just want to watch the world burn. I feel like that's one way to get make yourself super hated, though. Just pay YouTube to make you hundred percent. Like, what is that Lamborghini guy even doing to this day? Like, I don't, I don't even know. Like, he, he's probably quit at this point. He's probably like gone to a deep depression and just decided I'm going to sell my Lamborghini, become a mountain <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little cabin in the in the, in the um wicked north or whatever the fuck so, like, on top of one of those high schools. he either sold his lamborghini so he's lambo less or he has more lamborghinis but there's no in between like there's no way he stay like in the same spot what if that wasn't even his like lamborghini what if he like borrowed one and that wouldn't be surprised probably, probably it's probably like his girlfriends or something like He's it wasn't even his like girlfriends, it was his girlfriend's like moms or something. It's like, <laughs> but he like that doesn't sound good, you know. Well, yeah. yeah, it's it's my it's my it's my it's my rich uncle's Ferrari, Lamborghini, whatever. Like, yeah, that, that's too long. But if it's his garage and his Lamborghini, he can sell whatever he wants at that point because we want to be like him. This is what I did. Yeah, you know what I did? I cried after sex. And I made a song. That's what I did. <laughs> That that's my success story. No one's gonna buy that book. 